0: Thank you for calling 911. Due to the defunding as a result of the marches against police brutality, there are no officers available to respond to your emergency. At the end of this message, please describe in detail why you are calling, and a member of our team will return your call within four to five business days. Our services now include social workers, therapists, and mediators. For example, if somebody is robbing your house, we will send out a mediator in four to five days to kindly ask them to stop. If this is a life-threatening emergency, please hang up and ask your higher being to help you. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the On Point Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Greg Locke. We like to talk about faith, family, and politics. And speaking of the word politics... Can you believe what you just heard, ladies and gentlemen, how ridiculous? And uh, that's a little bit of a sampling of what a 911 call could actually sound like if Minneapolis, Chicago, New York, and other major cities have their way with defunding the police. We will send out a social worker, a lawyer, an arbitrator, somebody to come into your house and ask the people to kindly leave and stop pillaging and stealing everything that you have. We are living in a day when people have gone psychotic, they've gone buck wild crazy, and here we are at a place where we are trying to get rid of the police departments. We talked about this just a little bit on the last broadcast, but these people are serious Now, let me say, seriously, crazy. They actually want to do away with the police, and they think that by doing that, we can put more money forced into our communities so that people can have counselors and arbitrators and so on and so forth, and people are going to be able to keep the peace. Are you kidding me? We can't even keep the peace with actual police officers. Did you see the clip of the uh, gentleman? I believe he was like a police chief in New York, but he had like 300 officers behind him, and he was like, look, stop vilifying us in the media, stop calling us cowards, and stop blaming us for what happened tragically enough in Minneapolis with Mr. George Floyd. And I'm telling you it was beautiful. This guy says we are not going to back down. They had 375 million. Now let that sink in for a minute. 3 Hundred and seventy-five million police interaction in one year, 375 million. That is an unbelievably staggering amount. And yet people think that we are going to be able to survive without a local police force. I am super, super amped about the fact that our local city councilmen and women have voted 100% unanimously to make sure that we fully fund and even then some go above and beyond the call of duty to fully fund our police force right here in small town Mount. Juliet, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville, uh, close to the airport, about 10 or 12 miles or so. And so I'm so glad that people are standing up. We are backing the blue. Do we believe that black lives matter? Yes. But as a movement, they're corrupt, they're vile, they're wicked, and they are funded by George Soros, as we've said over and over. All lives matter. I'm sick of people thinking that that is a racist statement. It is not. All life really does matter. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, settled the debate on which lives and whose life really matter. And he, if you will, walked into the and drop the mic. You know why? My Bible says, your Bible says, the Bible says, for God so loved the world. Red, yellow, black, and white, tall, short, fat, skinny, hairy-headed, and bald, in addiction, out of addiction, married, single, divorced, it doesn't matter. God loves the world. To say that only black lives matter is racist. To only say that white lives matter is racist. All lives matter to God. But here they want to say, well, what we're really saying is we just want more money funneled into the community. I get funneling money into the community. We call that paying taxes, ladies and gentlemen, but I do not get trying to defund the people that have given and risked and trained their lives in order to protect us. So that's my soapbox for just a few moments. However, I will say this, Ilhan Omar, (laughs) Ilhan Omar, is so pushing the agenda to not just defund, but I mean to completely defrock, if you will, to completely get rid of the police force altogether. She called them, if I'm right, help me out, Brian, I don't want to lie about this, she called the police people, the police force of the police department, a cancer.
1: Am I right about that? Absolutely right. I mean, this woman has been saying crazy stuff since the beginning. Uh, We're talking about a woman that reportedly uh, married her brother, there wouldn't be enough libraries in the world to contain all the stupidity that Ilhan Omar has yes. spoke in this world. Now, let, let me just say this. Okay, I'm going to jump
0: out and that uh, we're angels fear to tread, but I'm feeling rather angelic. Okay, look, let me tell you something about people like Ilhan Omar. Regardless if she married her brother or not, and I'm convinced, in my opinion, she did, regardless of what she thinks about the police force being cancerous. Look, at the end of the day, I am convinced, my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, take it for what it is worth, if it ticks you off, well, this is my show, not yours, Ilhan Omar is nothing more than an Islamic Trojan horse. She has made her way into the fabric of the American culture, and she wants to dismantle it little by little by little by little, and what better person to do it than a woman? Because if we say anything, all of a sudden we are, what do they call it, misogynic? (laughs) If we say anything about her, we're misogynists. Oh, you hate women. No, I hate terrorism, and I am convinced that she's a Trojan horse, and I believe she wants nothing more than Sharia law. She wants our laws to be abated, as it were, so that Sharia law can come in. I'm telling you, if you do not see that, you are not paying attention, ladies and gentlemen. I know that is something that is a huge hot-button issue in the day and age in which we live, and don't you dare call us, contact us, and jump on us and say, oh, my goodness, you're racist. Let me tell you something. Religion is not racism. I'm not talking about a racist. Race of people i'm talking about a religion that is very methodic that is very thought through and that is the most patient religion on the face of the earth they have stages in which they work and i believe that miss omar is one of those stages for the american people you want to speak to that bro as far as
1: ilian omar is concerned yes bro you just got your show canceled yeah that's all i'm saying you spoke out hey They're we'll come we'll come you. back to cancel culture well, in this- just a minute
0: did you hear the knock oh, at the door? They're it's a knock at the you, door. Man. They're coming to cancel my show because we said something about Ilhan Omar. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Okay, while we're talking about women, can I continue along this alley, my friend? Probably not wise. Okay, uh, Alexandria Ossio-Cortez, whatever her made-up name is. I think her real name is like Sherry or something like that, and she used to be a bartender. But I don't want to talk about her. I want to talk about, and I need a round of applause, Nancy Pelosi, ladies and gentlemen. Nancy stinking Pelosi. This woman is one of the people that, honest to God... Boils my blood. She really just boils my blood. This woman is crazy. Okay, not only does she rip up the speech of the President of the United States, in essence, just rips up the Constitution. I saw the little, uh, the little meme, the little satire Babylon Bee thing of her actually ripping up a Bible. I thought that yeah, was yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. interesting. But let me say something about Nancy Pelosi. This lady has knelt down on the ground with all of these people around her for eight minutes. Now, can I stop and say this? I cannot think of any historical figure— any historical figure in the United States of America that has ever received that type of solemn solidarity, say those two words together quickly, eight minutes these people got on their knees because of Mr. George Floyd. Now, are we aghast that the man was killed? Yes, but these people are going crazy, Brian.
1: They're going crazy. Bro, bro, listen, listen. First off, it took her another 20 minutes to get up off the top. But here's (laughs) the the thing. Mm. Nancy Pelosi (laughs) is one of the... I I don't even know how she has a job, bro. I have no idea. I mean, like... I, I'm still trying to wrap my brain and I've talked to you about this before. I'm still trying to wrap my brain around how how the Democratic Party even has some of these people in positions like Joe Biden or having Nancy Pelosi. I feel like she's in early stages of like some kind of mental condition, yeah, because she can't even talk. She's psychotic. It's, it's insane. Uh, as a like, pastor, I would call it uh, demonic. <laughs> these are the people you want representing who you are? Yeah.
0: And then get this. To be more of a person that panders to the PC crowd, now they use African, whatever these, these scarves are. They're yeah, from yeah, Ghana. Yeah, yeah. and There was a the lady, Kinsey by the way. There was a, an actual lady like from Ghana that was pretty ticked off about this, saying, number one, you don't know anything about the symbolism and the colors and the patterns that you are mocking us, and they're using African clothing to defend American lives. Let me tell you something. If you are, are born in America, you are not an African-American. You You're are an American, American just as much as I am an American. And yet they're they're wearing these flowery things. Oh, we have to wear tribal clothing so we can pander to Black Lives Matter. That is ridiculous. Stop pandering. Can I say this? Leaders do not kneel before thugs. Leaders do not kneel before people that are bullies. Leaders stand and they lead. I am so glad that President Trump has been a little bit Silent the last few days.
1: Absolutely,
0: he's not been kneeling for sure. I think he's you know, strapping on his boxing gloves. And guess what? His rallies are about to start back in a couple of weeks. Bro,
1: I hope they bring the convention here. Oh, though.
0: yeah well, they're supposed to bring the Republican National Convention to Nashville, Tennessee. I, I hope that would be I beautiful. So. If not, I think it's going to be in like Florida or something. Jacksonville. It? We're going. We're going. We're going to raise the stink. Going to have a great time. Going to meet some folks there. Be there. Be square. But I hope it comes to Nashville. But I'm telling you, Trump's rallies. Those are like revival meetings. They're unbelievable. Thousands of people. And get this, Joe Biden gets 300 people to show up at a rally. He's got like 3,500 people standing outside just to get in to hear what Donald Trump has to say. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. The only way they can win is to lie, beg, borrow, cheat, and steal. That is it. Other than that, 2020 is a landslide. The Trump train is going down the tracks a 1,000 miles a second. You know why? People are sick of it. They're tired of this pandering. They're tired of this political correct nonsense, and they want a leader. And thank God that Donald Trump
1: has stood up, and he is the leader that we need in the day and age in which we are living. No doubt about that. Dude, Donald Trump is amazing in the sense that he's he's not quick to respond now now I can't speak for his twitter but yeah true I can't speak for the fact that you know he most most pc kind of leaders that are trying to like be on the trend train and trying to get out of front of stuff so they can virtue signal and get all yeah, the attaboys signal, and atta, girls and stuff like that and empty words and, and things like that. Yeah. The economy coming back, they're they're, they're dreading this. Yes. The economy's going to soar back, number it's one. It's booming right now Number back. two, when he comes out with his agenda and his reforms and everything that he's had time to think about, have discussions about, he didn't just jump right out there and say, oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, try to get the vote. He actually took the heat. Yes, he's been taking the heat. Bases so are he, loaded, man. Yeah, bro, and he's getting ready to knock. Grand stinking slam! <laughs> 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 it is going to be a grand slam World Series 2020,
0: and uh, November is going to be a good time. These people, I even noticed the other day that all of the celebrities and all the singers, everybody's like, "Oh, we have got to push for these mail-in ballots. We've got to push for these mail-in ballots. We cannot let people stand in line. We can't say that we have to force people to go stand in line and vote because it's bad for their health." Well, apparently, protesting and burning stuff down and looting people's uh, homes and businesses is not you know unsafe for the environment or for
1: people's health you gotta be kidding me people bro they just need to just put the the voting booths on the border yeah just let mexico Mm. vote for us yeah i mean i'm not trying to be you know what ticks
0: him off about that though what he has such a huge hispanic base this man has the largest Hispanic base of any president in the history of the
1: United States. I mean, wow.
0: Hispanics love the guy,
1: and yet they say, "Oh, he's a racist." Bro, he, that's he hates Mexican people. <laughs> empty words and and, yes. and the Democrat. It's funny because most people don't know that the South was the 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 rebels that rose up against the North yeah. were all Democrats. Yeah. And they don't want to talk about that. They want to blame like Republicans for all of the systemic racism and stuff. And it's their policies that have depressed. Linda B. Johnson, we're talking about all these policies that they've put out that have oppressed the black community. And I know I'm just another white guy talking about it, but I have a lot of friends who are from those communities who talk to me all the time and tell me how their communities are in despair because... Of the policies and the things that they've done. Utter democratic despair. There is no doubt about it. Look, they can tell you all they want. Words are meaningless. At the end of the day, it's action that matters. And Donald Trump is a man of action. He is a he's, man of action. He's proven it.
0: Yes, he has. He's kept his word over and over. People can hate him, and that's what I like about it. He's like Teflon. Is that what that stuff's called? Nothing sticks to him. <laughs> he just keeps <laughs> going and going. Hey, he don't care what they say. He don't care what they tweet. He don't care what they do. And uh, you know, now they've got you know Black Lives Matter Avenue, and then now they've got this huge sign right out in front of the White House that says uh, "Resign now." You know, they're trying to force this you know man into a resignation. You know he's not going to resign.
1: I would name the straight, he's straight win. Adjacent, adjacent to the Black Lives Matter added. Uh, Gosh, I can't even say. You know what I'd do? I would name the street that's adjacent yep. to the Black Lives Matter Avenue Yeah, called Blue Lives Matter Avenue. <laughs> I, would just, I would just put it right there. Trump then, train highway. <laughs> and then it should be Pennsylvania Avenue should be renamed uh, yeah. All Lives Matter. Yeah. Because they do.
0: They would love that. I know Which, I, guess what? That brings us back around to knock, knock, knock. We're going to cancel your show. Let's talk just for a second uh, on this little bit of a shorter broadcast about the cancel culture. I'm tired. I'm canceling. The cancel culture, okay? Oh, we're gonna cancel your concerts. Of course, COVID's canceled most of them. Gone we're gonna with cancel the wind. your show. we gonna cancel Gone with the Wind because it's too whatever confederately slave driven. It's a movie 120 years old for Pete's sake, ladies and gentlemen. And and yet we're canceling everything. You know, oh, somebody said something on Twitter ten years ago when Twitter was just coming out. So now their whole life is in jeopardy. Their restaurant's gonna get burnt to the ground. Their show's gonna get canceled. Mark Wahlberg, yeah, they,
1: he did something when he was in the fourth grade or something yeah. like that. When he was in like... elementary school yeah they're all over them bro Uh, they're just like going back to the history and trying to trying to shut it down they shut down cops yep I mean, come on,
0: dude. They're shutting down, you know, night talk show hosts. I mean, movies are getting shut down all because everybody's into this whole cancel culture. People ask me all the time, how do you handle that? Because we get meetings canceled. You know, we've had, you know, deals canceled. We've had things like that canceled, sponsors, whatever it is. And we have people that just, you know, hate us just for the sake of hating us. But uh, I was telling Brian before we hop into the studio, the reason the cancel culture doesn't bother me is because years ago, I brought our church out of the independent fundamental Baptist movement. And that's like leaving the Amish community. You're like shunned for life life. And so I get cancel culture because all my friends canceled me. My Bible college canceled me, my pastor, my church, my friends, the children's home I grew up in. Everybody canceled me at one time. So cancel culture does not bother me, but it does intrigue me because people get their stinking feelings hurt so easily. People are like, well, my goodness, you shouldn't always look to offend people. Well, I'm looking for it because sometimes I think we need to be offended because guess what? Change doesn't come unless you get ticked off about something. Huh? Did you hear me? Change doesn't come unless you get ticked off about something. And there's some things that in this culture, we need to get ticked off about. People need to quit getting their feelings Hurt Guys living in their basements, keyboard warriors all their life, and they think that they run the world and run the economy, and they know nothing about the real world whatsoever. So I say, hey, let's just keep making some people offended. Let's keep upsetting some people. Let's keep talking about faith, family, and politics. Keep getting the word out there and keep being bold. Listen, I don't have to be a jerk for Jesus. I don't have to be belligerent, but I promise you, you've signed on to the wrong podcast host if you think I'm going to be a coward. I would rather be called anything by the culture than to be called one time a coward by Almighty God. So I'm going to stand up and stand out, speak up and speak out until we come together again and talk some more about faith, family, and politics. I love you. God bless you. God bless America. We'll hear from you real soon.